Mike Rowe here with a radical idea. If you want to see more companies make more things in this country, buy more things from more companies who make things in this country. I refer in this case to the incredible t-shirts, sweatshirts, blue jeans, and more made by my friends at American Giant. Everything American Giant makes is made in the United States. And right now, you can take 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com slash Mike. That's American-Giant.com slash Mike. Thank you so much for being here. We're talking about seven cures for a lean purse and meet the goddess of good luck. Today is a good day because it's Thursday. But it has just dawned on me, I've never taught y'all the astronomical, astrological significance of what we call now Thursday. Didn't realize that. Never did that. God didn't tell me that. It's Phil's fault. There it is. It's all Phil's fault. The each day each day of the week has power typically when you want to do something new or ascended thursday it's a good day for that but i will break that down i don't have time right now arcia but thursday is typically one heck of a day to do things but anyway Never, never mind. Well, you know, all this star stuff is connected. We're all star stuff. That's Carl. Oh, I can't remember his last name, but he is like a father of astrology. He's fantastic. He's Neil Tyson DeGrasse's mentor. Saban, Saban, Carl Saban. There it is. He, he he says that we all come from the stars. We're all star stuff. Same thing in the stars is the same thing in us. It's true. It's true. It's good facts. So good facts. Seven cures for a lean purse and meet the gods of good luck. I am excited to do both of them. Get your notes ready. Basically, seven cures for a lean purse means increase your ability to earn. I, I am teaching now. Good morning, everyone. Great morning. I am increase your ability to earn. Think about this for, oh, go ahead, Susan. Oh, I didn't mean to unmute, but I could, I was trying to see if it was in the chat. Seven cures for what? I can't understand oh, the last. Sorry. Seven cures for a lean purse, a skinny purse. Lean yes, yes. <laughs> That's that Texas draw. Yeah. <laughs> Seven cues for a lean purse. If your purse is leaning, and I don't mean like the Tower of Pizza, I mean lean, slim, malnourished, there's seven cures. I want you to think of these. I thought you meant leaning over with cash inside. We'll take that too. <laughs> so big you gotta lead yeah yeah we'll take that purse so big it hurts your shoulders you know we like that kind of stuff that's I want, what i like i know that's right i want all of you before well, we're starting but before we go into one two three four five six and seven i need to transform your thinking because he is not talking about debt 
Neither is he talking about fixing your money. Neither is he talking about fixing your debt or your problem. I need you to receive increasing your ability to earn. That's the mindset. You're going to miss this if you have any other mindset. His solution for being broke is increase your ability to earn. What a novel concept that is. <laughs> Think about that. Hey, I don't want to be broke no more. Well, increase your ability to earn. This is so important. Increase your ability to earn. But I don't want you to take my word. There's a great friend of mine in, in Star Stuff. I've never met him in person. Great friend of mine in Star Stuff that I want for two minutes to set the stage. Arshia, they say, why he be playing the same stuff over and over? Because y'all keep making the same mistakes over and over. <laughs> so let me, let's, let's work this out. Bob, come tell us something we don't know. Tell us something we ain't quite got yet. Hello there and welcome to Spot Proctor. If you've watched many of our videos, you know that I talk an awful lot about the law. The law is how everything works. It's the law of rhythm that takes the tide out and brings the tide in, has night following day, and, and you never see winter following winter. It doesn't happen that way. The laws are exact and they never change. Well, do you know, if you're not earning the amount of money you want or that you need to live the way you want to live, there's a problem. There's a misunderstanding or a lack of understanding about a law of compensation. This law is exact. It works for every person, every time, when we understand it. So I want you to think. I would recommend that you may want to jot this down. It sounds so simple when you first hear it, but I guarantee if you keep looking at it, it's not that simple. There's a law governing compensation, and this law is exact. And it clearly states there are three points to it. The amount of money you earn is always going to be an exact ratio to number one, the need for what you do. Number one, the need for what you do. Number two, your ability to do it. And your ability to do it. Number three, the difficulty there is in replacing you. Thank you so much, Mr. Barbara. His hair is flawless. Can y'all see that? Mm -hmm. I mean, it is absolutely flawless. And replacing you. Look at that. His hair is flawless. Anyway, I'm sorry. I just I can't, I can't help myself but to admire the beauty of Bob Proctor. Think about this for a moment. Every single thing he said, one, two, and three, is increasing your ability to earn. If you're replaceable, can't increase your ability to earn. You're a, you're a cog in the machine. You, that's just all you are. You just, you're just something that is insignificant and insignificant wheels don't get the grease. If you think about number two, increase your ability to do it. It's increasing your ability to earn. If you think about number one, 
making sure there's a need for what you're doing, increasing your ability to earn. Please know Bob Proctor said, increase your ability to earn, increase your ability to earn, and increase your ability to earn. And it is very important because I'm going to do three and four or whatever chapters these are together. And they have a theme from the goddess of good luck to seven cures for a lean purse. Your job is to increase your ability to earn. And it comes in about eight pieces, maybe nine. Seven is given for us. The eighth is given for us. And the ninth one is kind of hidden in there. No worries, we will illuminate it. You know, the Illuminati, it just means people of the light. <laughs> yes, <laughs> at least that's how it started, all right? Is this what it means? You know, people who are in the light, that's all it is. We want to, we want to do that. The, the book uh, Apocalypse is simply a revelation. That's, that's what that is. It's just a revealing of things. All of you need to increase your ability to earn. Now, before we, well, in this starting, I need you to know there are people here, I've already talked to you privately. You have not increased your ability to earn at all. Neither have you taken that seriously and some of you passively try to increase your ability to earn but you never get past that passive so you you study for one day you come back to it three days from now three weeks from now there are people here i've talked to you already you don't need to admit who you are some of y'all ain't worked on yourself since 2018 the harvest reflects that. You cannot live a life in which you do not approach your life as an opportunity to increase your ability to earn. You can't, you can't imagine Phil and Susan have been married for like 90 years or something like that, like 46 or so. It's, it's, it's a long time. It's, it's a, every time I hear it, I go, whoo, wow, that's a long time. I, just, I get drained immediately. It's a long time. Imagine if they approached their marriage without increasing their ability to earn. I'm not talking about money. Let's think about it. I don't care if this damn thing's going to work. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be the same wife I was yesterday same husband I was last month that will not work S say what you will but <laughs> Susan like no <laughs> you cannot be the same husband you was last month every morning you get up you have to increase your ability to earn in that relationship so all things not just money I'm telling you, if you're in something, if you're doing something and you are not appreciating those skills, increasing in value those skills, you're going to lose that thing. Mm, 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 mm. If you don't increase in value the relationship with your kids, you're going to lose them. You're going to lose them. They, they're going to move. They're going to go to college as far away as they can. 
<laughs> they go see you once a year and talk to you five times a year over the phone. We, we, we've seen these statements. We, we know these things. We know how it works. We've seen them. I should say they're going to run. If you're in a situation and you're not increasing your ability to earn in that situation, the law of compensation will make you lose it. I am trying to tell you as, as directly as possible, when these laws were created, there was no United States Department of Treasury. Source didn't go, ooh, let me make America. <laughs> that's, 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 that's not what happened, all right? The Big Bang didn't go, boom, there's money with it. Compensation is anything you are in that has your attention. Ooh, wanna lose weight? You better increase your ability to earn in losing weight. Get some of them super greens Susan keep telling y'all about. <laughs> Get on them calisthenics. You, you, you have to do something. I don't want you to just think money. I want you to know, and I started to, I start every day thus far, I keep saying, if you have money problems, you have a heart problem. You have a serious character problem. And that's what money problems really are. Susan, please, this is a good time. Well, the two things that you mentioned I've already done today. I, my, I already did my workout. I've, <laughs> I've already engaged in positiveness with Phil. Um, to, to start the day, I've already done some office work, you know, to increase that so that I could be present here with all of you. See? Yeah. See? That's perfect. So, so when she has a, when she lives to be 90, 120, they're going to say she had good genes. No, she worked her tail off. <laughs> we love to. We love to say somebody was blessed with something we don't have, so we can use Susan as an excuse not to get it. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't know what 46 years of marriage entails. I can tell you, I have enough knowledge to know that if you don't learn how to lose and win at the same time, you ain't married 46 days. I know the first five years is the roughest. I know that much. And Antonio, <laughs> yes, ma'am. You know, I'm up at 4:30, and you know, all the years I've studied nutrition and health and all those things, I study that every day. Every day. I study that every day. Every and, day. And, and, and you have to study how to make it taste good, don't you? Like you have to season. To well, yeah. Yeah, well yeah. pretty sure, yeah. But you got to cook yeah. it better. Yeah. Good seasonings. Now I'm Absolutely. drinking now is hot water with all the all the different spices in it. Um, in seasoning and cinnamon and ginger keeping, and all those things. Keeping the gut proper, the liver going through the kit. See, all this stuff she's talking about is stuff somebody's gonna say, well, she was just blessed. No, no, she drank hot water and spices. That's, yeah. that's a difference from being blessed. That is intentionally blessed. Do yeah, get it? <laughs> but in your business, you've got to take care of all those things. Right. You, if you're not well, you're not going to be able to, well, first of all, have the relationships and all those things. Right. 
but you're not going to be able to be successful in your business because you're not going to have the energy to do what you need to do. Right. Absolutely. Great point. Spend, yeah. Who wants to spend days in doctors and going from this specialist to that, taking care of that? You can't, you can't work if you're doing that. Yeah. You can't, that's true. You can't, you can't be creative and get things done. Yeah. That's, I, I'm glad you brought that because I would have left it out. You, you can't even receive the inspired idea from future you when your brain is, is all foggy. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah. I'm telling you, the, 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 the better, the more I exercise and the better I, well, eating is pretty good, but the more I exercise and the better I eat, the less I need my glasses. That's, that's why I haven't been wearing. At this point, they're just heavy. They, they, they don't even work. It's, prescription is fantastic. They, I, they make me go every year. You know, the army makes me go every year. But I see the same. I always see 2020 up close. It's way out there. But now I'm seeing way out there fine. Don't need them. Don't need them. Yeah, yeah. I haven't worn glasses the last three years. I had contacts. I haven't put any of that in. And I, I drive and I see and everything else. But I do have, I'm excited. I have new glasses arriving today. They've got, nice. you know. They turn to sunglasses and everything. Oh, else. when you go outside, the, those fancy lenses. Yeah, you, you got transitions. Yeah. Yeah, I got everything included in stylish everything and two year insurance, all that kind of stuff. Yep. And it was like 300 and some dollars. And I know Phil's was like twice that amount when you go in the store, but. Mm -hmm. Glasses USA, they have tons of stuff in there. Yeah. But, yeah well, I'm blessed you know, to be a veteran to minor free. They just, I give yeah. them one new pair a year. <laughs> yes, I know. You get the same ones every year. Same one. <laughs> That's so Antonio. <laughs> if you've never described me before, that was it right there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I sure do. I sure do. So hopefully y'all receive from Susan that you got to increase your ability to earn in all things, in every area. I can assure you, if you approach seven cures for a lean purse from the concept of, I need to fix my money, you are missing it. This is not about fixing money. It is about getting better. It is about becoming the richest man in Babylon. And you do not become one of the richest people in the world thinking about saving money. I'll give you a very practical example of this, a very practical example. At Little Caesars, there was, let's see, this was 2008. Well, I started Little Caesars at 2009. And yeah, I know what shaker borders are. You've seen, especially in tax time, a guy with the board. And Little Caesars is famous for Shaker Boy, and they got a bunch of videos out there. And there was pizza, excuse me, not pizza, cheese got real high, still is today. This is at the beginning of it, though. This is at the beginning of the high. It's, it's even higher now. And the $5 pizza wouldn't work no more, and Little Caesars wouldn't change it. So all the Little Caesars in 2009 and 2010 start laying people off and controlling hours. The the guy that was, uh, his name is Chris, Chris Goodrum. He, he owned that Little Caesars. 
in Lamarck, Texas. He asked me, because I was, you know, he was like, well, what you do? I was like, look, you can keep cutting hours, but our pizza going to be crap. <laughs> and now you got this great location with terrible, terrible quality. I don't know if you want that. You already paying us by the hour. Might as well have all of us go shake a board. I'll start it off. So here I am, top manager, out there sweating with headphones on, shake a board. And I realized that I understood something that most people didn't understand. That in times of cutback, don't save, go make more. And the store went from $12,000 a week to $25,000 a week. That's a over 100% growth, just standing on the busy street, pointing people that way. Because even if you don't go immediately, you remember that. And three hours later, you say, you know what? There's a strong practical point there. If you're not increasing your ability to earn, you're going to be like everybody else and you're going to cut back. And nobody wins cutting back. The people who win during cutback seasons are the people who planted seeds. I give you one more example. I, I say this, I've been saying this a lot this year, but I'm not sure where, where I've been saying it. I speak, surprisingly, I speak more off this platform too in other places. Repeat what I just said. You do not win cutting back. The people who win in cutback seasons are planting seeds, but you do not win cutting back. Cutting back is a vibration. It is an admission of I don't have. It's a withdrawal. Dolores, withdrawal means to take back. You can't get a positive vibration off the vibration of withdrawal. The, the, the two just don't fit together. It, they just don't fit together. When you are someone who cuts back, you put yourself in a vibration I don't have. And the universe says, yes, your wish is my command. I don't have. You don't have. Neil Donald Watch tell you, God only says yes. So I'll give you two examples now. The first one I was going to give you is everybody wants to be on the mountaintop our year. And it's good up there. The air is better. The prestige is better. The problem with being on the mountaintop is gardens don't grow on mountaintops. It's where you go to ball out, to be better than everybody else, to know that you have the highest expression of yourself. But we only eat when we go back to the valley. Now, I use we only eat as a metaphor there. I meant we only eat from going back into the valley. You can eat on the mountaintop, but you got to get that from valley food, valley places. You cannot grow prosperity on the mountaintop. Prosper on the mountaintop means you're living the prosperity. But if you stay there and be superstitious, one day you're going to run out of resources. <laughs> be at the top of your game and think somebody like Phil ain't coming after you. You just ain't paying attention. 
<laughs> you just in yeah, top of your game. You just, you're, at, you're at the top of your game, and now you think you're going to be here forever. There's a Les Brown making 10 cent phone calls in a pay booth. Real story, right? Literally every day putting a dime in the thing. There's always somebody not being superstitious. You do not win on the mountaintop. Being on the mountaintop means you won already. But you can't keep winning already and expect to keep winning. I see it happens, happens to churches all the time. Get you 800 members, 100 members, and then you stop everything you was doing. And then them folks start dying off. And them kids get to 18 and they never come back. You see it. You see it all the time. You see it all the time. You cannot win on the mountaintop. The mountaintop means you have already won. That's your reward. If you want to keep winning and stay on the mountaintop, you got to go back to the valley, plant more seeds. So when that harvest comes, you can eat on the mountaintop longer. My deepest apologies for busting your bubble so early. But it is true for you to know that when you get to your target weight goal and you say, ooh, Reese's, and you do all the stuff you used to do. <laughs> now you got to start all over again. I told one of my boys, last week so hey you i bought a bomb they all got basketballs now y'all go outside to play you say you both of y'all you, your face is getting fat and i say ain't nothing wrong with that but let me tell you something don't you get 40 and try to lose weight it's way too hard <laughs> you, you keep this stuff off right now and I told him, I said, I wish I would have got myself addicted to running long distances at y'all age. Y'all seen them, them the, the cross country bodies, they mm -hmm. slender. Mm -hmm. You know, the sprinter's body is muscular. You know what I'm saying? Because it's two different workouts. But I told him, don't you try to get this done when you're 40. It's too much energy. It is. It is a waste of time. The time I'm spending, knocking his weight off Jerome, I could be doing something else. You know what I'm saying? Exactly what Susan said. I could be doing something else. If I, if, I, if I didn't get here, I'd be doing something else. But it is what it is. You must go back to the valley. But let me explain this one more time because there's a powerful word here. Please listen to me, y'all. Y'all then start hating your valleys. But every blessing you ever got in the world came from it. I can't explain that no better. <laughs> now that's a good word, right? Yeah. That's a word. And I, yes, ma'am. I wouldn't be doing all that I'm doing if I hadn't been in the valley as a child with all the all the sickness and disease and everything that I had going on, which led me to 
you know, search on my own because they weren't getting it, especially in the 60s. So that's what led me to it. I'm, you know, I'm not like this perfect whatever, you know, Mm -hmm. that people sometimes will think, be jealous or something like that. And they have no idea, you know, what I went through to just to get to this. Yeah. Yeah. So. You are 100% correct. And if it wasn't for the Valley, you wouldn't be here. Y'all, please stop hating those down periods in your life. Okay. This is all finances. I'm not even being esoteric here. I am telling you that if you don't like your money right now, that is exactly the time you pick up a financial book. It is exactly the time you show up to class on time. It is exactly the time you work on your finances. So when your finances start harvesting and you go to the mountaintop, you have enough valley food in your bag that you can survive on the mountaintop longer. Because the moment the resources run out on the mountaintop, you got to go back to the valley. There's a hood way to say this. You want to be spending money from the 80s, not 2020. Like You want to make so much money that the money you're spending right now was from 10 years ago. And then in 2030, you need to be spending today's money. <laughs> That's how you want to live your life. Genuinely, please stop looking at your financial situation. I'm not even talking about complaining about it. I'm saying this is where, Jerome, this is where you get into real estate. But you know what we do? And I only got $5,000. and That ain't enough to get in real estate. Yeah, it is. Yes, it is. You say, uh, Susan Book, I know you're buying that house. Here's 5000 What can I get back for it? This don't, this don't take nothing. You better keep, keep flipping until it means something because just holding on to it, inflation and taxes is going to get you. Oh, that didn't work too well. Hold on. I forgot ain't no bold right there. I have a question. Yes, ma'am. So in that space that you was talking about planting, that's what I'm hearing. That's come on. And being able to come back and not only see your harvest because of being able to rest in peace mm-hmm. as it grows. It doesn't matter how big that seed is you put in the ground but it does matter the ground that you put it in, correct? Absolutely. And it does matter the fact that you believe in the ground that you put it in, correct? Absolutely. And it does mean that as you watch, you pray because your prayers already answered. So the prayers that thank you for it being done, correct? Halfway correct, that last part. If you got that, you're good, though. Let me tell you something. God ain't never letting nobody die that believe in God. <laughs> that's, that's my 60-year-old self coming out. If you believe, hey, you good. <laughs> like, you, you ain't got to know nothing else. You good. The reason I say halfway correct 
because if you believe, that's what you said, believe in the soil you put it in and it was good soil, you ain't got to pray no more. You reap what you sow. No, 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 no. You don't get to run from that. That's good or bad. If when you put it in fertile soil, prayer stops. You go pray for another garden somewhere because that harvest is coming up. Let me help somebody out here. Point. You understand? And that's why I said halfway correct. You, this universe is set up that you graduate at the same time you fill out your college papers. Uh-huh. But that's why I say the prayer becomes not the prayer of what people may think prayer is of asking. Right. The, the scripture says that you come first believing that I am. Second, okay. come and praise and thanksgiving. Right. So and praise that, and thanksgiving needs to be when your seed's in the ground. Right. When your, when your seed's in the ground, you say, oh, I can't wait for this to come up that part that's gonna look real good you get what i'm saying that yeah yeah you praise before the harvest <sighs> got it <laughs> all right <laughs> my praise you, before my breakthrough that's it that's it praise that's them in it. advance because if you always wait in the seat what you need to praise for the universe gonna keep you waiting to see what you need to praise for that's a vibration. That mm. is a vibration in itself. If you That's have good. to, yeah, if you have to wait till your breakthrough come just to believe, guess what? You're going to continuously wait till your breakthrough come just to believe. That If you say things like, man, I keep trying. God says, yes, Kim, keep trying. You, you're never going to succeed because to try And that's means, even after you put the seed in the ground. That's right. Because okay. to try means I'm doing my best and then I fail. So keep trying. <laughs> and y'all got a bunch of trying prayers. <laughs> Your whole prayer life is in trying mode. Because you need to praise him in advance is what the old folk would say. Get it out of trying mode. Get it out of believing mode. And praise right now. Since I'm saying that because that's she brought up the scriptures, you understand. Mm-hmm. On this good Monday, y'all know what that is? Uh, it's like Monday, Monday, it's the day before Good Friday. M A U N D A Y, something like that. Anywho, think about this. It is imperative. No, it is, it, I imp- no, it's still too big a word. This is important. <laughs> it is important that. All of you recognize Titanic. You put them seeds into the ground in good soil. Only way you don't get that harvest is if you walk walk away from it, because it's coming out the ground. Okay, let me let me bust a Denzel Washington real quick. Let me let me tell y'all what the devil do. The devil will distract you from your garden. That's gonna bless you. Help me, somebody. You, you, you. Kim, them put good, good food in the garden, in good soil. Did a good thing. Now the devil said, "I can't do nothing about them seeds she planted. They're already in there. The ground is gonna bless her. Can't do nothing about that. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna distract her real good. 
By the time this harvest come up, she ain't even gonna see this. Mm. Mm-mm. So not. And if and if, and is she too smart for me to distract her so I can walk away from the garden? I'm gonna bring somebody in her life gonna take that whole harvest from her. And every last person here that been there before. You understand what I'm saying? Yep. <laughs> I'm telling you, all of this talk has been for the number one. The rest are easy. The number one rule of earning more income is start fattening your purse. And I cannot tell you how hard it is to convince people if you won't out your trouble, start fattening your purse. You say, yeah, that makes sense, but you don't do it. It makes plenty of sense. That don't mean you make sense. And if you want out your situation, start fattening your purse. Grace, read what it says. Take one-tenth. Take one-tenth of what you bring in and save it for the future. The book uses a coin analogy. For every nine coins you spend, take one and put it away for yourself. This is, a, this is very sensible, a goal all of us should have. If you think about what I say about the mountain, going back to the valley, this is, I've been on point the whole time. But the idea of telling people pay themselves first is so against your understanding. We just don't do it. And we ain't been doing it, allow me that colloquialism, since the beginning of time. It's so tough, Tatiana. A whole ascendant master came down and said, poor be with you always. But, but somebody here is still not going to get what I'm going to say. You're still not getting it. No matter how much you tell somebody something, I can't control when that seed grows in you. Poor be with you always. And it ain't my job to force that seed to grow either. No, no, I'm trying to release some of you. I'm trying to release some of you parents from your children real quick. Hold on now. It ain't your job to determine when they gonna get it. Help me somebody. It, it, it ain't your job. That seed gonna grow regardless, but it ain't your job, Jerome. Let me talk to some of you young, some of you, some of you older folk, especially older folk with siblings, and them siblings is evil and nasty. I know what I'm talking about. No matter how much you try to bring them back to the light, that seed gonna grow when it grow. Your job is to make sure that when it's time for destruction and punishment, you ain't did nothing to be in that. Anyway, number two is control your expenses. I'm just, I ain't, I ain't trying to bother nobody. I'm just out here saying what I'm saying, Grace. Control your expenses. A little bit easier, but this is a character issue. You don't need everything. Jay-Z said, if you can't buy it twice, you can't afford it. I really like that advice. <laughs> I really did. Really Say it good. again, Antonio. Jay-Z said, if you can't buy it twice, you can't afford it. 
Yes, uh, but I was trying to. I was trying to do all sorts of stuff. It wouldn't. It wouldn't do what I wanted it to do. <clears throat> control your expenditures. Control your expenses. Don't buy frivolous things. Robert Kiyosaki called them doodads. Yeah, I watched all during the, the pandemic was so enlightening for me, Tatiana. There's so many broke billionaires out here. That is just. That still flabbergasts me. I still cannot wrap my head around cash-strapped billionaire. I still have a hard time with that. I get it, but that's dumb. That is dumb. Don't even call me a billionaire if I'm cash-strapped. You understand? I'm like Warren Buffett. I want to hold all the cash. I want to hold all the cash. Control your expenses. You want to fix your money? You don't need all that internet you got. Some of y'all, and don't, don't, don't lie, well, you can lie to me, but don't lie to yourself at least. Some of y'all genuinely need to let your cell phone go. You know it. Some of you, right, some of you genuinely need to go to Amazon right now, buy an unlocked GSM phone, and go get one of them $40 a month plans somewhere. Some of y'all right now paying 280 something a month for your phone, two lines, three lines, and it kill you every month. See, see, whenever I do this field, that's this was exactly what happened. Some of y'all, you in a terrible car. That car note is killing you. You look good though, bro. 380, 520, 520 a month. If you got a $520 a month car note, and it's not a Maybach. <laughs> Something. Your credit was shot when you got that. You hear me? There is no reason to pay $520 for anything for five years. That is just ridiculous. It better be a house. You better be financing the house. You know what I'm saying? And that's, that's without the insurance and taxes. Because <laughs> you cannot do 520 month. Control your expenses. Some of y'all, your reputation is more important than your finances. Anthony Lucas' favorite thing. Now you got to make your money multiply. Multiply thy goal. Once you start getting money, Yes, get it in, bro. You know, one of my projects, but I'm listening. That's it. That's... I'm on this dumb phone. Oh, okay. Got you. Got you. Yeah, we had a good time yesterday, Wednesday, too, y'all. We had a good time yesterday. The sister book say it's called rape. <clears throat> Let me tell y'all something. If you do not, if you do not multiply your money, You dead in the water. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to find a, a nicer way to say that. You have to multiply your money. So everybody write this down. I'm going to tell you a few things. You're going to have a lot of time and no money. A lot of money and no time. Or you can have a lot of time and a lot of money. That is up to you. A lot of money and no time. 
a lot of time and no money or a lot of time and a lot of money. And richest man in Babylon is teaching you a lot of time and a lot of money. And that is very rare on this planet. We love to talk about how um, the healthcare, not healthcare, the, the government has let us down with social security. We love to blame the Democrats. We love to blame the Republicans. And the truth is when JF, not JFK, FDR, yes. When FDR started that, it was 13 people given into one social security benefit. Today, it's 13 people getting benefits and one person giving into it. And it has nothing to do with the fact that Jerome is greedy. It has nothing to do with that Dolores ain't paying taxes. We get more tax money than we ever got. It has everything to do with the fact that somehow, some way, after World War II, they figured out how to work the hell out of y'all. You work more than any civilization has ever had on this planet. And they work you so much that by the time Jerome was 40, he was already broken in his body. Mm. So more people need social security now. Because you, you don't do 40 hours a week. You go hard in the paint. You do 40 hours a week. Then you got a whole side gig you do 40 hours a week. Then you pastor on Sundays. You keep the office open for Bible study. <laughs> you overwork. Control your expenses, multiply your money. If you multiply your money, you can have both a lot of money and a lot of time. Warren Buffett's favorite one, guard your treasure from loss. Warren Buffett, number one rule of investing, never lose money. Never lose money. So Antonio, well, how can I never lose money? I give you plenty of answers right here. First answer I'm going to give you, though. Hey, Secret to Success listeners, Deanna here. Thank you all so much for joining us. Well, today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. See, NerdWallet's trusted financial journalists use fact-based reporting for some much-needed clarity in the finance world helping you make smarter decisions with your money. Now, how many of you can use some additional information so you can make smarter decisions with your money? It's okay, I'll be the first to raise my hand. Because ner the nerds have helped me get smarter about things like saving on travel. Because spending less on airfare means more money for an extra night, maybe a, you know, a small shopping spree or a fancy dinner or two. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Also, boosting my credit score since good credit is like a real life cheat code, seriously, like a real life cheat code, and then saving for an emergency fund because life is like a good movie. It just loves a good plot twist. So listen to Merrick Wallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app today. Trust me, future you will thank you. You need a mentor. The first one. That's the first one I'm going to give you. You want to get in stocks? Go get you a mentor. You got in real estate? Go get you a mentor. Sales funnel? Go get you a mentor. I'm going to tell you that right now. Every last one of you, you out here doing stuff by yourself you shouldn't be doing. 
Okay. Let me tell you. I'm 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 very like private. I switch my phone number every every three months, you know, just just very private. If I if you if you see me in my little house, it's always gonna be in my little man cave. If you you know, if you see the office, you're gonna see just this one little side. I'm very private. And that's because as a spy, if you keep showing me stuff, I can piece together all these pieces. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I piece together all these pieces. I got a whole 360 degree <laughs> layout <laughs> of your whole house. That's why I always show one spot. But truly, in my privateness, my money is very public. Not, not the my money is very extroverted. Not that you know. It's just, I, I, I send it to Mingo every chance I get. Go and get you some girlfriends. Make some babies money. You understand? Go on out there and multiply. Do whatever you got to do. I have no job and nowhere near to needing one. Here's what's happening right now under your nose. Tempest is getting her third certification. She, she takes an exam or whatever you call it on Sunday, Easter Sunday. By the way. Oh, wow. Her third certification. I'm starting my first certification. So she did three and three. I'm doing three and three. Next Friday, I take my exam for my certification for artificial intelligence. And so thank you. And then next week after that, it's going to be another version of artificial intelligence and a higher version of artificial intelligence. So she's doing three and three. I'm doing three and three. And all these certifications that I'm getting ain't going nowhere at all. I ain't applying for no jobs. <laughs> hey, I ain't taking on no clients. I ain't doing none of that. Why? because I don't need to. I just need to be able to say, look at this company, look what we have, look what we built, pay us our worth. The more you multiply your money, the more you can go live your dreams. One of the worst things you can ever do is be happy and have to say, all right, child, I'm so sorry, I gotta go clock in. I don't act like that ain't hurt. Ain't nothing wrong with clocking in. I'm talking about just having a good time. Be like, gotta go get ready for work. <laughs> no, anybody try to do that? It's, it should be something like, gotta go get ready for a keynote. <laughs> something like Clock that. in on your own time clock. That's what I, I said. I know that's right. I know that's right. Something like if I get ready. Yes. Now, whatever your dwelling is, it needs to be a profitable investment. Whatever your dwelling is. That's the next one. It needs to be a profitable investment. People will tell you that richest man in Batman is talking about owning the house. Can't argue that. I can just only tell you that thing, times have changed. So if you're going to rent your house, you need to make sure you own houses and other people pay your rent. And then your rent is a tax write-off dollar for dollar. Now you're 
your dwelling is a profitable investment twice. Other people pay your rent and it's a dollar, dollar, dollar for dollar tax write off. Here's how I work in America right now, current tax laws. The United States of America doing taxes will allow you to write off a home purchase up to $8 million. Dollar for dollar tax write-off. Okay. The United States of America will allow you to write off a home dollar for dollar, $8 million purchase. Shut up. So wow. benef benefit of being in the top 1%. I'm well versed in tax. <laughs> Up to eight million dollars. Dollar for dollar tax write off. Watch this. Or that same person can do eight million dollars in real estate, dollar for dollar tax write off. Each property is depreciated. Each property, now nah, I almost crossed in the CPA lane. Each property can be used for tax benefits. And they can go rent a $20 million mansion or something and get a dollar for dollar tax write-off. You missed it, I'll explain. A purchase up to $8 million. But if you're renting, that's dollar for dollar, every dime, no matter the cost. This is why you see a lot of rich people renting, but owning real estate. Anyway, that was a little Antonio. Uh-huh. You have this book, Tax Loopholes, Everything the Law Allows. Well, no, I, I just read that I, last night. And I was like, for real, you just read I, I don't like, well, I'm gonna be on fire. <laughs> no, I don't have that book. I'm gonna go get it though. It's just since you said I'm glad you read it last night. Confirmation. This book is off the chain. They tell you about how to deduct your credit card interest and stuff and everything wow. like that. Oh, this is cold, man. Okay, I'm going to go look at that on Amazon right now. No, the reason I know it is because the people I hang with do real estate buy $200 million apartment complexes. <laughs> while I'm, you know what I'm saying, while I'm trying to give me a little 16 unit, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so the people I hang with do $200 million purchases and that's a normal deal. You understand what I'm saying? Oh, I just, I, I pick up on these things from, from, from these things. When you do it, imagine writing off 200 million out. Anyway, let me not, let me not do that. I won't bother y'all with that. Insure a future income. This is basically insurance related. The older you get, the more you do this. This is kind of, oh, sorry. This is kind of common sense the older you get. The older you get, the more you be like, would you like a two year insurance? I sure do. I sure do. This is why I like real estate so much. Real estate can be insured. This is why I'm not, I still like stocks, but I transfer most of my wealth into real estate and stocks. 90, at one point, but that don't mean, but I'm 40 now. When I was 20, 90% of my, my wealth was in stocks, but I can't insure stocks. There's no, there's no stock insurance, you know, at least not the stocks I was doing. You can't be like, hey, I got, I got, uh, I, got, I got the humor consultants IP. Um, can 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 I insure this? It, uh, it, it's not insurance. Real estate, $225,000 house, you burn it down. All right, cut me my $225,000 check. 
<laughs> like money insurance. You understand what I'm saying? Oh, this is the this is the idea that he's talking about in Richest Man in Babylon. You want to insure everything you got. So you young folk, rent insurance come in handy when you get robbed. Or, or, or if you're in Texas and the flood come through, and that is very normal. That is just extremely normal. It just Texas is weird. It just don't make no. You know, I've the only basement I've ever seen in my entire life is Jerome Red. Mm. And I told him I, when he walked me down to the basement. I had I said, "Wait a minute, Jerome." And I started walking slow. And I started looking around, Susie. Yeah. I said, "This is too cool. There is no basements." Yeah in texas you would drown if it's just it's crazy it don't gotta rain if you dig far enough in texas some water gonna come out the ground you understand galveston is below sea level there is no there is no storm shelters underground that when i would drove took me down the basement i was i thought i was in a scary movie and i was like but i was like but why you made it look so nice because <laughs> Yeah, yeah, carpet all over it. And stuff. It's supposed to be like, you know, the scary basement with the little demon come out the ground and stuff. You know, too many scary movies. Anyway, it's real nice. It's real. It's, just, it's on YouTube. It's real nice. Real nice for sure. And the last one is, again, increase your ability to earn. Increase your ability to earn. You need all seven of these. I genuinely have a note in my phone called Billionaire Rules, and it's everything from Richest Man in Babylon. And I've been having, it's been called being there rules since like, rules since like 2008. The last thing, the goddess of good luck. Now we got to talk. And I'm excited to talk about the goddess of good luck. There is, let me, I mean, here's the lesson of the goddess of good luck. Y'all ready? Because this, 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 this stings. We, good luck. Here's the lesson, and I'll explain what good luck is. A person of action is favored by the goddess of good luck. Procrastination upon decision, decision making, only leads to regrets. Make decisions with all the good information you have, either for or against, and carry any action out for that decision. Indecisiveness does not bring good fortune. The lesson is. Good luck favors the woman or man of action. And most of y'all are not people of action. Mm, 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 mm. Antonio. <laughs> this is a good spot. <laughs> One of my quotes is, this is a Susan, actions speak louder than words. Yes, it does. You, know, you can say stuff all you want, but if you don't take action on it, it doesn't matter. I mean, the words here we're he hearing, if we don't take action on them, then they're meaningless. I'm with you. I'm with you. We got Damali and Talisha on YouTube. I'm, I'm with you 100%. It's, it's what's that other saying? I can't hear you because your actions are so loud. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no, it's, it's true. If you want to have good luck, you got to be in action. Now, I'm going to explain this to you scientifically. Newton's first law of motion says an object at rest will remain at rest as long as an unbalanced force acts upon it. 
I mean, as long as unfair benefit force does not act upon it. That means this deodorant right here that you can't see on the table will stay on this table forever until an unbalanced force in my hand knocks it over or something. It means this computer monitor, until the unbalanced force moves it, it is going to stay right here. That makes sense. Nobody misses that. But anything that's a law can be inversed. It's, here's a law of reaping and sowing. Put a seed in the ground, harvest comes up. Here's the inverse. Don't put a seed in the ground, no harvest come up. Anything that is a law that is facts, you can look at it from both sides. You just inverse it. So anything resting, Kim, is going to stay in rest until I force it not to rest. Inverse. Anything moving is going to stay moving if I force it to keep moving. We're gonna play a game. You just give me about, about 15 minutes. Let me let me just the goddess good good luck. Arcad says in a story, you know, I, now that I think about it, I don't know any profitable man that ever started his wealth from places like gambling or places where opportunity is short. I've never seen that. It never happens. I don't know anybody who started their money off wealth with risky investments. That is true. And it's going to stay true. And if you say, but I know someone, well, then go and base your theology around that then. See how it's going to work. There's <laughs> a one in a trillion chance. You just go ahead and do that. You know, like the, the, <laughs> like the, like you said that to the old preacher. Well, I mean, you know, the man on the cross, he got saved at the last minute. All right, well, go and base your theology around that then and see if you know. When your last minute is coming, you're going to say, uh, Jesus, take me with you. <laughs> Don't base your theology and ideals on a one in a trillion chance. It's probably not going to work out for you. The goddess of good luck. Here's what, here's what good luck is and, and successful people look for it. It's the, y'all ever met the, that person? Like, damn, whatever, whatever he do, it just work. I don't understand that. And it's, that lady, whatever she do, it just work. Yeah, yeah. And successful people love those people around because not only are they are those people, but the more you got those people around, the better your garden is. Because I want some stuff in my garden I ain't earned. Did, did you? Did you hear yes. Me? <laughs> yes. Oh. Mm. <laughs> I want to. Yeah, you would be like, man, how you got the house? I don't even know. It's nice though, huh? It is nice. <laughs> it is. It is. I asked Joe Lowstein one time, how does Lakewood have 96 languages in it? Mm-hmm, God, it's good. <laughs> and I know that was his it real happens, answer. It happens just like that. <laughs> yeah. It happens just like that. Yeah. Lakewood has 96 languages in the church. How is that possible? It makes sense because Houston has like 135 languages, but that is astronomical. That really is. And when you ask them, oh, that just that's somebody that just gets lucky. You know? <laughs> and you want people like that around. You want people in your organ. You want your secretary. 
to be lucky. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, so the people, so she could meet somebody in Target that just happens to be a book deal that you, you know, the 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 chief of Penguin magazine, Penguin books or something. Who knows? But luck is real. Of course, you got all the good explanations: ninety percent preparation, ten percent opportunity. Of luck. Mm-hmm. I'm with all that, and I disagree with none of that. I'm just saying, you want to be a person that can nearby activate luck all the time. See, this is a different concept. It's not. I'm not, it's not, it's not new, it's not unique, it's inside the book, but this concept is different. The concept of whatever I touch, that thing is blessed. That's what this is talking about. And lucky people are always people who took action. Phil got a whole story. Yeah, I went to the bathroom. Yeah, <laughs> you know, one of the greatest living beings ever on the planet peed on my shoe. <laughs> like you know, say like you just genuinely luck can be activated. The more you're in the zone, the more the universe responds to that zone. It moves. briefly say moves like water. Be like water, my friend. Right, Sister Booker said association brings assimilation. She's right. Good luck hangs around action, not around the strip club, not around gambling, not no lottery tickets. Uh-huh. All that stuff y'all do. It's, it's, it's not. It's not there. Can it be there? Sure. But the people who get it who aren't lucky, Jim Rohn says that money just dwindles down to them. You see, you see it all the time. They wanted $270 million in lottery. You see them two years from now. 270 friends ain't called them back. <laughs> That's all they got. Because if he said, General says, if you become, if you get a million dollars, best be best be good, you become a millionaire as fast as possible. Right? Go ahead, Phil. In Ohio, they created an association for the big lottery winners. So they wouldn't do that. I actually they hired me to speak to them. Wow. But but they, they actually created an association that when you won the big lotteries, you got exposed to this association so you wouldn't be one of those people that blew it. Oh, that is nice. That's ministry. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. that, is, that is ministry right there for sure. That is absolutely nice. You can activate luck. Renee's right. You miss 100% of the shots you never take. I actually think Wayne Gracie said something like this. I, I think it was. But you do. You 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 imagine how good your life would be if you just activated luck. Good luck favors and hangs around people of action. And most people don't have action. You see it all the time. Taraji P. Henson is one of these people. She she just started acting, she was like 30. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, come on, y'all know mm-hmm. y'all know what Hollywood is. You ain't supposed to be acting at thirty. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And she was just walking by something. She moved, she moved to California, hunter son. son, and taking action got a big break. This, it happens all the time. You, you hear these stories all the time, and people go, "Man, Phil was lucky. Susan was lucky. No, 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 no. They took a lot of action and activated luck." That's what it is. It's 
you have to take action. When people say, I can't believe Antonio built this and now two, two billion people are on it. It's just so lucky. Nope. I learned how to code. I went through artificial intelligence. I, went through, <laughs> I did all these things of action to where nobody can cheer me on, Jerome. Nobody can say, good job. It was all quiet. And all of a sudden I moved in action and I built something that 2 billion people wanted. Why they was calling me a motivational speaker four years ago. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? In the, the idea is to meet the goddess of good luck, action. However, a man who don't speak their language says, ah, ah, I want to call this man something, but I don't know if you're going to understand it in my language. I need to know it in your language. And they say, sure, say what it is. Well, the man who sees opportunity but waits and does nothing, and somebody yelled out, procrastinator. Yep, that's the word. Procrastinators never or extremely rarely get good luck. Let me help you. I'm going to draw my board. This is how Napoleon Hill describes poverty and prosperity. And this is why I tell you a lot of time, Les Brown is a lot nicer than me. Les Brown tells y'all there's three type of people in the world. Winners and losers and those who have not figured out yet how to win. That is not me. I don't have that luxury. Do you understand? I don't have that luxury. He is nice. I ain't got that luxury. I would tell you, this is how Napoleon Hill describes poverty and prosperity. Let's just make the first line prosperity. Damn, I have been really messing up with my typing. Prosperity. There we go. I mean, that's been like two weeks now. I've just been not spending simple words, Susan. I'm just the other day, I tried to spell of, O-V-E. It was tricky. I swear I did. I'm not even, I wouldn't even joke like that. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. <laughs> All right, so here's poverty. Here's prosperity. Notice, I'm sorry, I did, I did something wrong. Notice, they, they're not on the same road, and they don't go the same direction either. Right. They're completely... Well, we'll make it the same direction because they're still two different destinations. They are parallel. But this is what's very important to understand this, y'all. That these roads never intersect. They cannot. And it's only two roads. So there's a reason why I'm saying this, Dolores, because we have this, we got these cool little clever things we do. But I'm trying. Okay, let me show you where that's at. Right there, poverty. But I'm getting better. Okay, don't worry about it. Poverty. But you don't understand what the... Keep on. You don't, you don't get it. Like anything, anytime we try to soften the blow of you own poverty, it's poverty. That's why I always say prosperity has one voice. 
everybody up here speaks the same language, got the same advice, say the same things. The terminology may change. Abraham may say vortex. I have no idea what other people do, right? It just doesn't matter. The thing is the same. There are two roads. And as of right now, if you've been taking your personal finance seriously in the last four days, you may not see your prosperity. But here, in all caps, is you. Every person here, every last one of you who have taken this seriously, I can assure you, you are here on, pro on prosperity. Your harvest may be here. That's his name caught up with you yet. But the moment you decide to change instantly, you transfer roads. And then you go, this doesn't work. And you know what happens, Phil? <laughs> you come on down. Yeah, this doesn't work, right? As they do it in the secret. Yeah. And then you get some connotion. I feel good. You come up. Yeah, all right. It's good. I like it. Oh, man. It never works for me. All right. There you go. Every chance you get, every chance you get, the moment you decide to change, Kim, immediately you're on prosperity. This is how this is how Think and Grow Rich explains this very well. But there's only two roads, poverty and prosperity. And the road to riches has nothing to do with the road to poverty. Not as far as geographical destinations. It just don't. It just does not. So I want to politely end with you all on something that I believe you need upon this day. So what does it matter that you make money? What, what is it? That's, that's up to you. I mean, whether you make money or not, God bless you. You know, do what you wish. Go ahead. Do what you wish. Do what you will. That's completely up to you. But I can tell you this. I can tell you with great certainty that you're going to be able to do great things, poor or wealthy. You're going to live a great life. I can't tell you, you will get it one day. You may not believe in the reincarnation, but it's okay. You're going to get it at some point. At some point, you're going to get it. You're going to make it work. Unfortunately, you may take a longer road. That road will be perfect and that road would not be a mistake. It would just be the road you crafted yourself to get to, to what you're trying to get to the fastest, quickest, most harmonious way. It just took longer. It did, it didn't like it just, it was the fastest, quickest, most harmonious way for you to get it. It was just longer than what it could have been for you because you could have got it now. So it's perfect. This is why there are no mistakes. Should I say, Grace, come on and get it? Grace is gonna get it when she get it. If Grace needs to take a longer road to get it, that road was perfect, and I do not get to stand in judgment of it now or ever. Just, just stay with me. If you are somebody 
But right now, you don't like the circumstances of your life. I encourage you right now to stop that immediately. I love the valley. And I had to convince myself that no matter how many times I got to go back to the valley, this is where I truly become God. Just keep. Dolores, there's a word called residual. It's an after effect. It's something that's delayed. Today, your entire life is the comprehensive accumulation of every seed you planted that has sprung up today. Some of these seeds could be 10 years ago, 10 days ago. I have no idea what you've been planting, but you are not currently living your life at this moment. In this present, it's only the deeds of your past. Construct, I'm using constructs here. Okay? And somebody is right now saying, well, I don't like it. And guess what you're doing? You just planted a seed. So for your next present moment to be more of what you don't like. I told this to Shannon a long time ago, it helped her, I'm gonna tell it to y'all. Sometimes you just gotta walk out that nasty harvest. It is not personal and it does not mean you are not blessed, but you planted it. And it's you know coming what? up. I can't take it no more. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting here trying to be completely quiet at the Lordy in the valley. <laughs> it's something about it's something about being at the bottom. Come on. Understanding, first of all, you meet some of the greatest people in the valley. Come on. Because we all have valley experiences. Like you said, when you're at the top of the mountain. It's not that many people at the top of the mountain. Like I remember Scrooge was at the top of the mountain. Like they always show him at the top. Yeah. But it's the valley yep. where you find who you are. You find your substance. You find what makes you who you really are. 100%. The things you thought you couldn't do, you find that you will do in the valley. That's why there's a never say never in it because you don't know how it works, but the day that you realize that you're getting out of it. I mm. appreciate you. I appreciate you because for the last four days, listen, I live my life. <laughs> One thing I have learned, I don't try to do too many, like the good sayings and everything to keep me just going. You know, mm. you know, God knows my heart and all right. that. I don't go there. But I do live, I live it the way that I think that I should live it because if yeah. I die, I want, I want to do it right. Yeah. But I want to say thank you because you have said some things in these last couple of days, but damn it, if you don't find who you are in the mm. valley come on, and man. find out how and who you're getting up for, because mm. it's not about you. It, it, at the end of the day, it's how you do you, but it ain't about you. It's about who's watching you do you in that valley. And they're not in the valley. 
So they wouldn't even understand how to be in that. Oh, I wouldn't, you know, oh God, mm -hmm. I wish it was me type that, but they all get to sit and watch. But you said something and I've been holding on to it. And I'm like, I, I, hate, I hate luck. I hate luck. I hate when people say luck because at the end of the day, the only reason why you believe that is luck is because you don't know God. Fair That's enough. how I always looked at it. I always looked at it like, yeah, you're right. You would say it was lucky because you don't know who sent it. You know what I mean? So that's lucky that you don't even know and you're still getting a blessing. So you're still in your luck. But mm, I was like, oh, my God. But it's, it makes sense. Yeah. I've seen I've seen it and I've heard it. People have thrown it in my face, the richest man in Babylon, many, <laughs> many a day. But at the end of the day, I guess they say, look at my harvest versus look at their harvest. Right. So it always trumps my words. Fair enough. So fair enough. That's fair, my, too. In the trumping of a word, what do you do in that aspect? Because there's things that I hear you, like you say, prosperity has one voice. If I'm hearing the same thing that I'm hearing, that says that prosperity is there too. So then what? Yeah, is no. it the finances? Is it like, you know what I mean? That's then a good what? Question. That's a good question. Two things there. One, all no. Let's let's start. Take these in most important order. If somebody tell you something right in the wrong way, something wrong with them, and you don't have to be responsible for something being wrong with them. Oh, I need y'all to hit me. Every people always tell you something right in the wrong way, and you get y'all get so pissed off that you you missed God talking to you. You know, it, because you can't get past how they said something. Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> right? Look, definitely. Like, what did she say? I'm like, let yeah. me just walk away. You'll hear me tomorrow. You'll hear me tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, 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 you don't focus on what they say. You focus on how they said it. And with that how it got you messed up. And I get it. Trust me. I, I completely get it. Y'all not wrong. I'm just trying to get you to see that if, if Antonio says something to Dolores, and I'm saying... And it's, it's wisdom. It doesn't matter what it is. Please know, God is using everybody. Oh, I need you to get that. Everybody is being used. And I need you to receive that just because God is using me don't mean I'm smart enough to be used properly. So something wrong with me, Dolores. So you just need to release yourself from the responsibility to react to me. You need to release yourself from the responsibility to react to me. Listen, that's how I was with you, Lucky. Because I was thinking, at first I'm thinking, now, why he keeps saying luck? I'm like, yo, I'm about to say something about this damn luck. But then I thought about it and I said, no, he's right. Let him have the luck. Yeah, and when you were saying, when she was saying, you don't know, God bless, I, I completely agree. You know what I'm saying? Like, I completely agree. Whether you were to say luck or bless, that is fine by me. You know what I'm saying? But if Antonio does something for Ashia and then hang over her head what I did, you better release me from the responsibility for you to react to that. Something wrong with me. I got low self-esteem. I need to abuse you. Something's wrong with me. And you don't have to get involved in my personal issues. You understand what I'm saying? All you got to do is just be like, oh, he's sad again. That's why he cussing. That's all right. Let me just let him cuss. He's going to get it out the way. 
right? Let me just let him, right? You know what I'm saying? And then as soon as I move on, you just go about your life. I cannot stress these. I'm telling you, people, and sometimes it'll be your sibling that'll test your nerves the most. Just because your siblings don't mean your friends. Oh, shucky ducky. <laughs> Just because y'all uh, brothers and sisters did not mean you are friends. You ain't never been friends. You got three good memories of them ever. This is clearly a karmic soulmate, but that's a different class for a different day, right? A different class for a different day. Release me from how you think I should respect you. Do you hear me? See, your problem is you, you got a self-worth about you and you think I should respect that. Release me from that. Just, just release me from the responsibility to respect you and your life will be so much better. Because you know I should respect you and it's my responsibility to respect you and I ain't gonna never do it. And the moment you release me from the responsibility to act right by you is the moment your life will be blessed and I will stop bothering you too at some point. I got a, I got, I got a best friend that for whatever crazy reason, some members of his family, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, damn, bro, why you... Why you won't just say what it is? You know what it is. And I had to think about this, Adrian. This situation hurt. And I'm and it witness it was never the situation. I just couldn't for the life of me, Kim, figure out why my best friend would not say, hey, this will happen, y'all be quiet. And I had him. I made him responsible for how I thought he should stand up for me. And it ate me alive. Once I released him from the responsibility of, of how he should stand up for me, I ain't got no problem with that situation no more. I didn't even think about it. This is the first time I thought about it in a few years, just telling y'all. Release me from the responsibility to do right by you. Your life will be better. Abraham calls it law of allowing or something like that, right? I'm telling you, you release me. If I, because I'm always saying something you need. By I, I mean every person on planet earth. God is in all this stuff. If the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, so is your sister. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. So is my bad attitude. You know what I'm saying? And I'm being used. But you can't see the lesson you're supposed to be learning because you're pissed off. And I get it. You should break my nose, Jerome. <laughs> but release me from that. You better get my sister out of your <laughs> Release me from that. Because you're never going to ascend past me holding on to the responsibility of how I should treat you. Mm -hmm. I know where it comes from. It, it comes from, you know, we in school, the golden rule, you know, treat others the way you want to be treated. You, you, know, you know what I'm saying? But we, we make a whole meaning out of that though. Then we say, and I expect you to act the same way. No, 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 no. It's some folk right now don't like him 
Kim can't even understand why. <laughs> and she find right there, they be like, damn, I didn't even know she knew me. She don't like me, who is that, right? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Mr. Field says, treat people the way they want to be treated. And that's good. That's absolutely good. But let's, let's, let's just close this out. I, I, I want you to get that your life right now may not be likable to you, but that's the problem. You're repeating the not likable. If you just respect, damn, the valley is everything. If you respect that, let me just say this for Christians, Moses really didn't need to die for Joseph, for Joshua to take over. I know that's what happened. But Moses caused that upon himself mm. by striking that rock when he should have mm -hmm. said something. Mm -hmm. They both could have been alive. Mm -hmm. And when we have this we have this thing about I need to kill my past so I could be better today. You are beautiful because of the past. And the past is a whole social construct you keep thinking about that's killing you from your present. Because whatever is in your heart is who you are. Anything you've done, release yourself from what you've done. There's this great song. I, there's this great song. It's got a lot of cussing in it. It is <laughs> fantastic, though. It is a fantastic song that I almost just want to play it for y'all right now. But I'm going to show y'all. I'm going to go to my thing. I downloaded it yesterday. I heard it off of TikTok. I wouldn't even know. I never know if I'm on TikTok or not. I never right. know. I'll be on Instagram or right. Facebook. It would be a TikTok video somewhere. Right. Yeah. I wouldn't even know on TikTok. This song right here. Kwaku the Traveler by Black Sheriff is amazing. I can't even tell you how the song. I dare you go. Everybody just, everybody. I have this playlist, Phil. It's called. So here's my all my playlists. I have this. Well, you obviously, I got a little girl, so I got Encanto up there. You know, don't don't judge me. But I have this playlist called Close to Source, and what I do is I put songs in here just to keep me vibrating that source energy. Can y'all see it? Is it is it Close to Source? And there's a bunch of it's some of some of them gospel, some of them not. You know, what I'm saying some of them, it just depends. Like YouTube song for someone. I put this song in here yesterday because it says, <laughs> y'all gotta go, you gotta go. It is fantastic. Song says, I know I effed up. So what I effed up? How many of you ain't never effed up? Raise your hand. No hands? That's what I was supposed to do. I was young, F up. And that resonates with me. It really, really does. I, it truly does. So what? You don't like your life. You was dumb. You were young. You didn't have the knowledge. What was you supposed to do? You supposed to be perfect? <laughs> How you was going to retire at 30 when you ain't never seen nobody retire at 30? Mm -hmm. Let it's that cool. go. Effing up is how you get wisdom so you don't go back and do the same stupid thing again. <laughs> That's it. And I really, I, 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 y'all go listen to that song. It is fantastic. This, the, 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 the message is, Kim, man, so what? 
all right, all right, you you 50 and still singles. And Lisa Nichols just got married like two days ago, 60 or something. This is possible. So what? Please, if you gotta go smoke weed and say so what? I don't know, whatever it is that you do, go do it. But you ain't making no money mad that you ain't got none. So what? Today, and I'm, this is the perfect place to end, show you my thing again. As a result of today, you up here now. So what it don't look like you up here on prosperity? Ain't supposed to right now. Give it a year or two to walk out all that trash you planted. But I promise you, when you walk out of it, what's that thing you say, Phil? Of Napoleon Hill, you wonder where it came from. Say it for me, that's how we ended. When you walk out that harvest, what does it feel? When it comes, it'll come so fast, you'll wonder where it was all these lean years. Antonio T. Smith Jr., you can't play better. You can't dominate. We'll see you all at 1030, y'all. They, ooh, God bless y'all. I right, love y'all. But more. <laughs> there is a word. You hear me? All right, everybody. <laughs>